0: Welcome in to the full kicking it with Clump podcast for this week. Sorry for the delay, um, just some some technical difficulties. I'm learning how to edit. Um, I am not a professional podcaster, so this is all lear- this is all just a learning curve for me. <clears throat> I hope you enjoy uh, this interview with Oliver. I had I had a lot of fun uh, being with him. Oliver's my best friend. Um I've known him for a long time. So we always have good conversation. I love talking sports with him. So enjoy the interview and we'll get right into it. So now I'll bring on Mr. Oliver Nelson. How are you doing, for, my friend?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. You did you did so well on the last one. I just had to bring you back again.
1: That's right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So no. uh What's that? Oh, nothing.
0: You excited to talk about some coaches that are on the hot seat?
1: I am. Yeah, just 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 blast
0: some coaches for doing a crappy job. Exactly. (laughs) The thing is, some of these, at least some on my list, they haven't necessarily done, they're not on like a hot seat. It's almost warm. You know what I mean? Like, you you we were just ch- chatting before before recording about like m- most of the coaches that were on like hot hot seat are already gone. Like they're already fired. <laughs> so, so these are really more like warm seats, but people we anticipate being on, they could potentially be on the hot seat next year. Um, why don't you kick it off? Who's your who's your first? We'll just pick each pick two.
1: All right. Sounds good. I got Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona Cardinals. Oh. Um, I don't know. They, they went all in last year, I felt like, going out and signing, like, J.J. Watt, going out and getting a DeAndre Hopkins, um, and A.J. Green. I think actually kind of had a pretty good year, considering he's been kind of irrelevant for the last three seasons beforehand. And James uh, Conner. Yeah, and James Conner. So, it's – they definitely – have spent spent the money to get the to get the um the players in, and then it was also it's like drafting quarterbacks Josh Rosen and then um, gosh what Murray? Yeah, Kyler All right. Murray. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I was, was space in there for a second. Uh, <laughs> Brain fart. Drafting. Yeah, exactly. He's only almost an MVP, um, and then drafting <laughs> Kyler Murray the very next year. It's like I don't know. I just think it's like it already kind of started off on a a bad note right there. And he's only got one playoff appearance, and and I, they had a pretty bad loss in the playoffs. So I don't know. I, I think he's on the on the hot seat this year if they don't make at least a a decent playoff run. Yeah. I think even what, for me, what
0: puts him on the hot seat more than anything is starting out hot two years in a row Mm -hmm. and then just totally fizzling right now. It almost feels like, okay, well, 2020 was a COVID year. Like we'll give almost give anyone a break for that year. You know, they didn't, they didn't have uh, a typical uh, fall camp. Um, I don't think they even had OTAs the COVID year um so it was just it was a very unique year but then it happened again this year a second half meltdown so it's like okay is it a coincidence or is it a trend and if it happens again next year then it's a trend and then he's on the hot seat um so i'm not in
1: some concerning things that happened this year too right i mean kyler murray got hurt he was out for what four games something like that i think they went like two and two didn't they I think they did, but it just seemed like the the team was off. But then also, just I mean, Kyler Murray was being kind of a diva towards the end of the year, and it's like he's got to shut that down. Yeah, he's got to say like, "Hey, I mean, when some playoff games before you, you start throwing yeah. your at receivers and um, and that that's got to be addressed by by Cliff." And I don't think he did that this year.
0: Yeah. I agree. I, I used to really like Kyler and I'm starting, I'm starting more and more to, I'm just feeling like he's, he's going to be a problem. I just, I don't think he doesn't seem, I don't know. He gives me some serious Aaron Rodgers vibes on the field. And I actually thought Aaron Rodgers was better this year. He didn't, he didn't put off, you know, a bad teammate vibe necessarily this year, but just seems like every time something goes wrong, Kyler is like throwing his arms up in the air or just kind of pointing fingers at someone else's fault. Uh, he needs to realize he's the quarterback of an NFL franchise and it's on him. Like he's got to take responsibility. All right, well, I agree with you, Cliff Kingsbury. No, um, no complaints there. Um, my first one, uh, we discussed this one. I feel like it's kind of an obvious um an obvious one but mike mccarthy <laughs> um it's it's kind of crazy okay so we we picked our first two are mike, mike mccarthy and cliff, cliff kingsbury um the if i'm remembering the records right i think the cowboys went 12 and 5 right is it 12 and 5 or 11 and 6
1: i know mm-hmm. they won at least
0: 11 or 12 games yeah and same with, the, same with the Cardinals, right? Didn't they win 11 games? Weren't they 11 and 6? Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to say that these guys are on the hot seat, but I don't know. With with, McC- with McCarthy, I think, that, I think the biggest reason he's on the hot seat was that that last play. Dang it. Now I'm totally forgetting. Who were they playing? Was it? Uh,
1: it was kind of an upset. Whoever it was. Oh, it was, it was the, the Niners. Niners. It was yeah. the Niners.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that, that QB draw with, I think it was like 14 seconds left. And everyone since then, players, coaches, like former coaches have, have said, like, everyone knows that if you don't have like 16 to 18 seconds, you can't call that play. And he, call, and he called it. Whether it was him or whether it was, uh, what's his face, the, the offensive coordinator, also blinking. Why do you forget everything when you're recording? Um, but whoever whoever made the call, he's the head coach, um and and he's got you gotta make a different call there. And, and there's just a lot of game management issues, uh penalties that that falls on the head coach. and I don't know, we'll see if they can clean those things up next year, he'll be fine. but right now his seats his seat's warm for sure.
1: Well, yeah, I think you look at the talent on that team, too. Um, I you mean, know, obviously, you have Dak and Zeke and um, CD Lamb, like those are Mari Cooper, yeah. Mari Cooper, their defense yeah. is pretty, pretty good. Um, the offensive
0: line was really good this year again,
1: yeah, yeah it was. And so, then it's, I feel like he kind of, uh, it, it's just, I think it's like going six and ten the year before not making the playoffs. Granted, Dak was, that's when he broke his leg. Um, but then coming back this year and not winning a playoff, not winning a playoff game, just, I think it was kind of a bitter taste.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. So, um, yeah. No.
0: All right. Who you got next?
1: I <laughs> have Mike McCarthy too. Um <laughs> so I'm glad we're on the same page there.
0: I, I took him.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it, but no, he's, I, don't know, I just historically too, I've never thought he was a great coach, even when he was with the Packers. Um, I don't know, it, and it always seems like his teams are always kind of just like chaotic. Mm. Like it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of structure. It's always kind of like a lot of extra noise that doesn't necessarily need to be there. And it's like, it's kind of up for him to just kind of make sure that doesn't happen. And for sure, yeah, you know, I think you saw it with the Packers, especially towards the end of his tenure, but now you're also seeing it with the Cowboys and it's just like, obviously just the history of the Cowboys too. Right. Like they're not there to, I mean,
0: make it They're to the playoffs.
1: That, yeah, exactly. They're there to win it. Yeah. And they've tested the I mean they have the they have the money and the the talent there. It's just getting the right right coach there, and I just don't think it's Mike McCarthy.
0: Yeah. I agree. I I don't necessarily think he's a horrible coach, but he's not he's not going to get he's not going to get the Cowboys to the to the promised land.
1: No. All right, who do you got for the last one?
0: <laughs> yeah, he got to his first and last, and that was with the Hall of Fame quarterback.
1: Who do you got next? Did you already say your next one? Yeah, mine were Cliff and Mike. Wait, wait I took Mike. Yeah, I took him too. No, you can't take him too.
0: <laughs> you got to come up with your own.
1: <laughs> All right. You got to give me a second then. We talked about we talked about
0: one. Oh, Dave, Matt Rule. Oh, Matt
1: Rule. Yeah, oh, we didn't
0: we didn't even talk about him, but that's a good one.
1: No, I think, I mean he's he's been there for at least what this three years. Mm,
0: I think this was the second year.
1: The second year. Okay. But, but it didn't get any better. He didn't get better. They they I thought they made a smart trade by trading for Darnold and then that. That imploded. That looked like it. That started off great. That relationship yeah. trade it yeah. looked like it, it was going to be a great trade, and then it the wheels fell off pretty quickly. Shortly sure. after, <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that was time. not that started well, ended very poorly. Yeah, but but also at the same time, like they they brought in Cam. Cam looked Cam looked worse than Darnold. Yeah, Cam looked bad. So I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I I'm almost to the point where I'm I'm basically to the point where I'm done making excuses for Donald. I just don't think he's a good NFL quarterback anymore. Um, But I also think there's something to the Panthers just not being that good. You know, we thought they were going to be better, like a better supporting cast. And I don't think it was as good as everyone thought.
1: I still think they're pretty talented though. I mean, they're young. That's, that's the hard thing too. It's just like, I think, I think a lot of people, I, I think he's talented, but like Robbie Anderson, like he had a horrible year this year. And I think everybody was thinking he was a, I mean, potential pro bowl wide receiver. So it's just like, what happened there? Right. right. Um,
0: Cause he played well with Bridgewater.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he played well with Darnold when he was on the Jets that one year. So yeah.
0: he definitely played better with Bridgewater in Carolina, but but he was pretty good still, I guess, with the Jets and Darnold.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, um, my my second pick, my second coach. Hmm. This is hard because I don't necessarily think either coach is on the hot seat right now, just like lukewarm.
1: Because I think all the coaches, there's a lot of coaches who got fired this last year. And I think they all coaches that I think everybody was anticipating them getting fired. So it's like
0: all right. You tell I'm gonna give you two names and you tell me which one you think is on has a warmer seat and the first one's going to sound crazy but i'm going to say it anyway Pete carroll or kevin safansky
1: kevin safansky no yeah
0: okay yeah i i think i think pete's safe safer just because he's won a super bowl with that franchise and he's built a lot he's built a lot of um what was rapport
1: with the, cool. fan ba-
0: with the fan base, with ownership, you know, with, with, with John, wait, is it John Schneider? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it would take a lot to get Pete out of there, but at the same time, if they have another seven and 10 season, I think his seat's going to be warm at least, but I'll go with, I'll go with Stefanski. Uh, Cause that was a debacle with OBJ. And mm-hmm. I thought OBJ made mostly Baker look bad when, while he was in LA, but I think he also makes Stefanski look bad. Why couldn't Stefanski figure out a way to use OBJ? I don't, I don't think Baker is a bad quarterback by any means. Um, I think he was hurt this year. That didn't help him, but I don't know. Isn't it strange that an offensive-minded head coach couldn't figure out how to use Odell Beckham?
1: Especially for, like – no, I, I 100% agree. And I think, too, you also had great running back in Nick Chubb. Yeah. So, you think they, they have a very – they have the ability to be very balanced on offense. They can run the ball, they can throw it, control the clock, or put up. 40 plus points a game, but yeah, the fact that they couldn't work him in more, I thought was kind of shocking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, they missed the playoffs too. When yeah. everyone was expecting them to make the playoffs this year. But so I, I think you have to give him another year because it was clear that Baker was hurt this year. So let's give him another year. And, and the year before they, they worked pretty well together. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just see another year. If it's if it doesn't get better, then he's he's definitely going to be on the hot seat. Um. All right. Well, that does it for NFL coaches on the hot seat. Let's get into our 2022 NFL season bold predictions. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: I'll let you go first this time.
0: All right. My first bold prediction is the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals. The the reigning AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals will miss the playoffs. My And I do have some reasoning. I do have, some, there's some reasoning behind it. So they won a lot of close games, um, playoffs and regular season. Um, and often some of those games, some of those games flip the following year. They already only won 10 games in the regular season. Um, And if two of those flip, they're not a playoff team. Uh, They barely got in there. It was awesome what they did. And, I mean, you know as well as anyone how much I love Joe Burrow. We both do. Um, But one one person doesn't make a whole team, even at quarterback. Um, If they can't, especially if they don't figure out the offensive line, it's really going to be a problem. Um, But even if they do figure out the offensive line, they were relatively healthy. I mean, Jamar Chase. I think he played the whole year. Maybe he missed a game or two, but he played most of the year. Higgins, Mixon. I felt like they didn't really have any significant injuries. Um. And that's kind of the way it worked for the Bucks when they won last year. They got health. They were all healthy, and they just dominated their way through the playoffs. Um. And then this year, they had more injuries, and it hurt them. Um. So. I, my, my first one is Bengals will miss the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Then the, the AFC North, too, is tough. I mean, you have the Steelers. Steelers without Big Ben now. It's like Mike, Mike Tomlinson has been probably like, man, how can, or Mike Tomlin. He's probably like, how can I get Big Ben out of here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, Big Ben's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I mean, he was a shell. The oh, quarterback yeah. was a lot, a lot at least last two seasons, yeah um, so you get somebody in there that he wants, whether that's you draft somebody or you go out and get get somebody um be a free agency or trade, but yeah, I mean, but then it's just like the browns it's like like you said just a few minutes ago Baker was hurt Lamar and, was hurt, yeah, Lamar was hurt, so it's like any one of those three teams could very easily. Um, yeah I think win the division if you just get a few more a few pieces a few more right pieces in there Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that at least with the Steelers and Ravens too I think they have a better coach yeah I agree I I think
0: Kevin Stefanski is a better coach too I think I okay I put Kevin Stefanski on my hot seat list but I think Steven (laughs) Stefanski Kevin Stefanski I think he's a good coach. I, I, I think he's a great coach. I think he's a really smart guy. Uh, And I think they'll, I think they'll turn it around next year. Um, It's against nothing against the Bengals. They have a lot of talent, but they're in a tough division. And they had a lot of close games. The Seahawks are a good example of a lot of close games the prior year and those games just flip the Seahawks lost those games this year. They also got blown out a couple of times, but um but when you're playing with fire a lot of times the following year those don't go your way they're just
1: mm-hmm.
0: bounces go a different way to the to you know to the other team so that's my that's my first one
1: what's your first Aaron Rodgers gets traded all right I think that's
0: Le- leaving the bay leaving think, the green bay
1: I think so I think um yeah I just feel like his his time is up there I think he's kind of, he's kind of going through like the whole, uh, it's like, it's kind of interesting. It's like the Brett Favre, like 2.0 thing, right? Where it was like, Brett Favre was like, okay, I kind of want to retire, but I don't. But yeah. And there's a guy who's just waiting there that they've spent a first round draft pick on. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jordan Love, right? They're back up right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So probably at some point, like, okay, like, we got to give him a chance. Oh, for sure. Um, and I think, too, just this last year, even though Aaron Rodgers had a phenomenal year statistically, not winning a playoff game. At home. Um, at home. Um, and then just the whole um, lying about the vaccine thing. Mm-hmm it was just there's there's been just too much and then he late to training camp yeah late to training camp and then he publicly humiliated the front or the, the pack organization by saying like you know things need to change and few days. i don't know like a that. list was- of
0: a list of former packers that they had let yeah. go that was bad like i don't care what you say winning winning heals a lot of stuff but that, I mean, the guys in the front office have egos, you know, yeah. like they don't, they didn't, they, they haven't forgotten Aaron Rodgers just publicly clowning them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a good relationship at all. It can't be, I don't no. show up to work and, and just bash my, you know, my coworkers and my manager and then, you know, just expect everything to be hunky dory.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who who he gets traded to. I think God, make
0: couple- that make that bold. Say he's going to the Jaguars.
1: <laughs> Jags. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't think, I don't think anything can really say at the Jaguars right now. Um, or the Jets. Um, no, for
0: real though. Make a who who do you think he's going to? If if he leaves, who do you think he'll go to?
1: I think he'd go to the 49ers. Yeah. From he's from the Bay Area 49ers. I I mean, they made it to the NFC Championship with Jimmy Garoppolo, like they made it to the Super
0: Bowl with Jimmy G,
1: yeah, a couple years ago. I don't think Trey Lance is quite ready yet, um, especially coming from an FCF school. Like, I think he probably needs another year of development so then it's like i think we've seen it in recent years too with like the bucks with brady stafford last year it's just like you build a team and then when you're ready once it's built you go get that quarterback that has proved himself as maybe towards the tail end of his career maybe got one or two good years and you go you go be competitive yeah uh, so i think if, if they got Somebody to the the talent wise of Aaron Rodgers, I I would it'd be hard not to pick him to be the Super Bowl favorite. It's true. As a Seahawks fan, I'd love it because then I could watch
0: him choke against the Seahawks more more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I, well, yeah, I'm kind mostly, yeah. All right, before I bash on Aaron Rodgers more. Uh, all right, so my second prediction, actually, uh, it contradicts yours, because mine is Trey Lance will lead the Niners to a Super Bowl victory, not just to the Super Bowl, but beyond. What do you think of that?
1: That's pretty bold, especially Trey Lance. I mean, he saw a little playing time last year, but yeah. Wasn't great. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's, he's absurdly athletic. The thought of him running the, you know, RPO with Debo and Elijah Mitchell is crazy dangerous. If he can be as competent as Jimmy G, then their floor is the playoffs. If he can play the way that the Niners drafted him to play, then I don't I don't think it's really that bold. You know what I mean? The Niners have such a good roster already. They came close to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. So if they believe in Trey Lance, why not? You know?
1: Yeah, no, it makes sense. And then I don't know, I think of I think Kyle Shanahan has always liked athletic quarterbacks too. I think it was time back at um with the the commanders now. Um mm-hmm. with RG three, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean it was just like obviously he, he probably ran RG three a little too much and I'm sure he learned learned a few things from that, but yeah. That's um, for sure. I think he likes having that, yeah, the, the RPO, a lot of movement, finding yeah. the, find the one-on-one matchups. Um, but then just having a, a QB that's as athletic as Trey Lance. Um, I mean, I can see it. I can see how it could happen.
0: Yeah. We know, we know Trey Lance is going to be a, a good runner of the football. Like that, no question. Like he's going to be a threat on the ground. So if he can just be competent through the air um, and not lose them games,
1: huh? Just not turn the ball over pretty much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then I think the Niners will be in a good spot. What's your second bold prediction?
1: Patriots going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah. Bill's back but old baby Mac. yeah no i think um no i think this year them having a good season um making it back to the playoffs being competitive again um and they, i think the, the what they did a good job of last year is really building up that roster making it i mean they have a great defense um their offense really improved. I still think they probably need a little more talent on the offensive side. Yeah, but I think the pieces—I mean, the foundation's there. Now let's go get a couple pieces, whether it's through free agency or trades or through the draft. Um, and I was—I I was kind of shocked that the Patriots took Mac Jones last year, and that he was actually going to be the starter this year.
0: Yeah, I was surprised by that.
1: I didn't. I mean, him coming from Alabama, I think everybody knew he was—he was good. But I just still didn't see what I would anticipate for a rookie to start out of college. Yeah. Um But I think he definitely took it took it serious. Seems like he understood the playbook really well, um, and didn't turn the ball over a ton. So it's like, yeah, if you, yeah he knows his role right now, and it's pretty much. I wouldn't say a facilitator, but um, kind of. They yeah, don't ask him to,
0: they don't ask him to throw the ball down the field, really, mm-hmm. all that much at all. So,
1: yeah, and so, um, I think the pieces are there. So it's, um, I think if they can go out and get maybe one of, I don't know, maybe a, a high-end receiver. Um, they have a pretty good tight end. Um. Hunter Henry, yeah, okay, thank you. You saved me. Yeah, because you know, we're recording, I can't remember names now.
0: Uh, <laughs> John o. Smith, their other tight end. Uh, I don't think he really did much at all this year, but he's a crazy talented guy. He's very athletic <laughs> for a tight end, especially. But yeah, I don't think they really figured out how to use him.
1: Exactly. So, um, all right, man. What's your 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 last bold pick for next? I year? gave it.
0: I think I started right. I said Bengals, so Bengals will miss the playoffs, and then Trey Lance will lead the Niners. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Jeez, how could you forget my picks? Very man. <laughs> um, let's get into the NBA. What do you say? Let's do it. So first, the the James Harden, Ben Simmons trade. Uh, the question is, who won the trade? And people, people talk about like who won the trade. Obviously, we don't know yet. I think the Sixers won the trade. They gave up more. Um, I can't remember what they gave up, but it was a pretty good haul um, to get Harden. But Harden is a proven scorer who won't get in Embiid's way in the paint, which is exactly what Simmons did. Um, Simmons can't shoot. So he's not hanging out at the three-point line because no one considers him a threat there. Um, So he just clogs the lane and gets in Embiid's way. Embiid can also play on the perimeter because he can shoot, Um, but he's a big man and you don't want a guy that's just going to be constantly clogging the lane. And I think that's what James Harden will provide for them. And I think it'll be a good one-two punch with Embiid and Harden and, and they're gaining a potential superstar. If Harden gets back to form, like he was a, I mean, at the peak of his, you know, of his game, he was a top five player in the NBA, at least a top three scorer. Like he he was scoring like mad. So um, that being said, Brooklyn is currently 19th in defensive efficiency and Ben Simmons is going to help that. So I think that's something that he takes away from the Sixers by losing him and adds to Brooklyn is just defense that Harden's not able to to provide. What do you think? Do you agree with me or do you think I'm an idiot?
1: No, I agree with you. I think um, think, it would be different if Ben Simmons was, I think, maybe a little more mature, took the criticism a little better, took constructive coaching a little better, Mm-hmm. um grew up a little bit and was at still at least playing i mean he hasn't played at all this year right he's basically just said he wasn't mentally that's
0: what that's what i thought um but no he he has he's played He he's oh. played pretty limited minutes though okay um, i think he, i don't think he's even played uh i think his average minutes per game is like in the mid-20s or low 20s even he hasn't played much
1: okay So, um, but I just don't think he's mentally there mentally for what what I think the the Nets would need him to be.
0: Yeah. Well, Um, I think he was. I think he was mentally checked out. I think him and him and Embiid just like did not get along for whatever reason. um, They didn't get along. So hopefully, like what you're saying about being mentally checked out. Hopefully, you know he checks back in with a new team and he's like, all right, fresh start. I'm, you know, all in with this team. Katie is a pretty like easygoing guy. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully he and Simmons get along. I don't know what Kyrie's doing, but yeah.
1: Um, No, I agree. I just, I, I, but I do agree with you. I think, just the fact that the Sixers are getting getting James Harden who again I think he's probably just not there where he needs to be yet, James Harden. I don't know if it was just the, a fit for the Nets or um, or whatnot, but I think he's at least the, the perimeter scorer that the 76ers needed. Yeah, yeah they're never bad. Um, so I do th- and it's just like you said earlier right like he you was know, obviously a top three three to five player for so many years obviously one of the best scorers in the league for a very long time up until probably last year um
0: totally went to the nets basically
1: yeah exactly so um but yeah, no, and he was with the Rockets, I mean, he was phenomenal, right? So it's just like if you can get him to be you mean even, even 75 to 80 percent of what he was when he was on the Rockets, I think I think the 76ers won that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I don't know. What what worries me for the Sixers is Harden has never proven himself in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean he's won a ser he's won series, but like I did, did he play in the finals when he was on OKC?
1: He did, but he, he didn't did. show up. He that was against
0: LeBron. That was against LeBron in the Heat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess he's played in the finals, but that, that was not a team that he was carrying. Like that was that was that was Russ and Kd. Um when you know when he was when he was leading the Rockets he just, he would just choke in the playoffs. So, and I don't, I don't know if it's so much as choking as he just wouldn't get the calls that he would normally get in the regular season. His game just doesn't, hasn't translated into the playoffs. So that's a worry that I have for the Sixers, but I still think, I still think they're getting the better of it because they're getting an elite scorer.
1: And they get Paul Millsap out of it, right? Did
0: they get Paul Millsap? I don't know. I, for me, it was like, the Sixers got Harden, the Nets got Simmons, and the rest is... I think, I think one piece that matters is uh, Seth Curry. The Sixers gave up Seth Curry to the Nets, and I think that's actually a big pickup for the Nets to have another outside shooter. But um, I don't know. If I have to give up Seth Curry to get James Harden, I probably do it every day even if you don't want to give up Seth Curry. Yeah. So the, talk, just kind of getting into the NBA, this is a, a smooth segue into um, just the top NBA title contenders. Um, we'll give five. We'll each give our five. We'll, we'll go kind of like we did with the um, coaches on the hot seat. Uh, bold predictions. We'll, I'll, I'll give my number one you can give your number one and then we'll just go through to number five Does that work for you works for me so for me just so everyone understands uh kind of my factors when i'm considering who's a contender and who's not my three my three biggest factors are number one star power number two experience so experience in the playoffs not regular season experience i don't really care about that. And number 3, defensive efficiency or just how good are you at defense. Um so those are the three things that I think are most important. Not a single I'll just I'm just going to throw out a few things here um just to back what I'm saying with my uh criteria, I guess. Not a single NBA champion in the last decade had an efficiency had a defensive efficiency rating outside the top 10 which is kind of crazy thinking of like, you know, oh the Warriors, like they just score a ton of points, but like, no, the Warriors were really good at playing defense. They still are. Um, so the last 10 NBA champions in order, the Bucks, the Lakers, the Raptors, the Warriors, the Warriors, the Cavs, the Warriors, Spurs, Heat, Heat. Um, MB- in terms of defensive efficiency, um, the Bucks were sixth last year. The Lakers were fourth. The Raptors were fourth. Warriors were ninth. Warriors were first, Cavaliers were ninth, Warriors first, Spurs third, Heat seventh, Heat fourth. It's like every team in the last decade that's won the NBA finals had a top third in the league defense. So based on that, if you're not in the top third, you're kind of off my list. I narrowed it down to fit the top 15 just to be nice. Um, because we're also just in the regular season, you know, we're a little more than a little more than halfway through the regular season, but that's a big criteria for me. If you can't play defense, you're not going to last in the playoffs. What do you think?
1: No, I agree. I think it's, yeah, no, I, I think you're spot on defense wins, wins champions, right? Yeah, so, for sure. No, I, I agree. You have to play, be able to play defense.
0: Yeah. And then star power, so mm-hmm. like star power and experience. You look at the Bucks last year; they picked up Holiday. It's no, it's no coincidence that when they pick up Drew Holiday, you know now they have a big three. I wouldn't say big, maybe like Giannis is like really up there, and then Middleton and Holiday are really, really good two and three. Um, the Lakers, LeBron and AD Raptors, Kawhi Lowry, Adaboio. Uh, Warriors, Steph, KD, Clay, Draymond, name them all, um, Cavs, LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, Spurs, Kawhi, Parker, Duncan, LeBron, Wade, Bosh, like all of these teams had stars, so if you have one star like the Grizzlies do, um, for me that's not quite enough, like John Morant is incredible, but who's your, who's your second guy? Like when the Warriors are keying in on Jaw in a playoff series, who are you who's who's gonna get the ball next? And I don't I don't think the Grizzlies have enough quite yet, and they have n- absolutely no experience in the playoffs, other than that that bubble playing game, which doesn't count. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, because they lost to the Blazers. So that yeah, so they didn't even play in the playoffs that year. All right, so that's my criteria. That's where I'm coming from. Um, was there anything that you kind of any criteria that you used when choosing your top five or any benchmark?
1: I mean it was pretty similar to what you had going on. I think a lot of I think a lot of it too is just like how does the, the team seem to work together. I know it's not like can't put that on like on stats or anything like that, but like yeah you know, sometimes you get these teams that are like on paper pretty good, but then it's just you see them see them play and it just seems I, don't know, I feel like there's got to be like good relationships between the players right um, that's what I
0: worry about with the Sixers yeah hopefully it works but mm-hmm. I worry that you know Embiid and Harden are just going to be like oil and water you know like you hope it'll work you want it to work but it just doesn't work yeah you know?
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: all right uh you take the first one who's who's your number one
1: I got Number Utah, one. Utah Jazz.
0: You got Utah, nice. Utah. But you gotta, uh-huh. you gotta explain that.
1: You know they, I like them. I mean, they have the star power, kind of like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell's obviously a stud. Yeah, Conley.
0: Conley. Yeah, Rudy Gobert.
1: Yeah, Rudy I like Donovan
0: Mitchell's all that. Ma- all that matters yeah. on that team. Maybe Rudy Gobert. Yeah.
1: So, but they play great defense. They have a They they have the ability to score a lot of points. Um, they have the star power like you're talking about, don't have probably the experience, but I think I, I don't know. I think at some point, too, it's just like they're so talented. Um, yeah. so well, you know.
0: I, I feel like they, they've been getting experience. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in the playoffs several years in a row now. Um, I want to say, I mean, at least since Mitchell's rookie year, maybe. I mean, they've been good for a while. Utah is a solid squad. I'll be talking about them later, but I don't want to give away my rankings. So, um, my number one is the Phoenix Suns because I'm from Phoenix and that's all that matters. I don't have any anything else to back it, just that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Booker and so Star Power, Booker and CP3. Devin Booker is just a straight up baller. I love watching Devin Booker play, um, and CP3 just makes everyone around him better. Uh, so, so star power check, uh, and and Aiton their center, um, he played really well in the playoffs last year. Um, so they got and and then when we got to talk about experience, you know they got thrown into the fire last year and they almost won it all. You know, that's as good of experience as you can get playing in the finals. You know, your first um, for most of those guys other than CP3, you know, their first playoff experience going to the finals. is Pretty awesome. They're fourth in offensive efficiency, third in defensive efficiency. Um, I think right now, I mean, I think they're like six games up on the Warriors who are second. Um, So, I mean, they're just tearing it up. They're playing really good basketball. So, they're my number one. Um, who you got number two? You
1: got Warriors.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: I think it it goes back to, I mean, I think Steph Curry makes everybody just around him better. Um, Draymond's been playing some pretty good basketball lately. Um, and then you're getting, I mean, yeah, Steve Kerr, who is, uh, I, I mean, arguably probably one of the one, if not the best coach in the league, um, and you got Clay. You got Clay back now, an additional scorer that they've kind of been missing since Kevin Durant left. 100. So, yeah, uh, but he also. I think Clay is also one of those – kind of going back to the earlier point about just like, like the the brotherhood of basketball, or like right, and so it's just like. Getting Clay back was a lot more than what I think. Like in a um, off the off the paper, I mean, you don't really see it on the the stat sheet, but I think it was a lot more meaningful than than I think you could put down on a for a stat at least. Um, yeah, and so. he's a he's an
0: elite defender too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so another yeah. you know, good defender back, and I mean. Yeah, like you have two great people. I mean, I don't even. I mean, I'd say almost everybody on the Warriors plays pretty good defense for the most part. Like yeah, don't,
0: Steph tries.
1: He tries. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's kind of a hustle guy. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, he, he's
0: not known for his defense, but I don't I don't think Steph is like a liability on the defensive end. But he's not necessarily. He's not. He's not clay Thompson in, by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Yeah, but he's not like a James Harden either, right? Where it's just like you no know, zero try on defense, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. He
0: at least hustles. And then Draymond, I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I don't know how many defensive MVPs he has. Um, it feels like he should have like eight. He mm-hmm. he's he's just so smart on defense. Um, yeah, I have them as my number two as well. Mm-hmm if i if i got the warriors in the playoffs i I would want no part of this team Mm -hmm. they've always i mean you talk about you know continuity and playing together on the court the warriors do that better than anyone than anyone um they pass the ball really well they play good defense um this year they're so far they're second in the league in assists per game and first in defensive efficiency i almost put the warriors ahead of the suns but because of how hot the suns have been i just I had to put them as my number one, Um, Mm. but I just – I would not want to bet – I would not bet against the Warriors in the playoffs. Um, So, yeah, they're my – they're my number two as well. Who do you got number three?
1: I got the Suns. Okay. I mean, a lot of the same reasons that you said, right? And, you know, it's um, Devin Booker. He is a savage. Yeah. Like an assassin. Yeah. So um but he I mean he he's competitive too, right? He's not just somebody who's a good scorer, right? It's I mean, I wouldn't Yeah. Put him to like the competitiveness of like a like a Kobe or anything like that. But like you can tell, like he's he's not out there to make friends, right? He's out there to, to win games and I think that's I think it's kind of a rare thing to see, especially in the NBA now how kind of individually stat stat driven the game is to see somebody who's just kind of has that mentality I think is is pretty rare. Um, but then it's like, yeah, and then you add the experience that c p three has and I mean he makes everybody better. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Then three. For sure. I, I think they're
0: Devin Booker. I, I didn't think, I think he may have had like one, maybe two games that were pretty good in the, in the finals, but the bucks did a really good job against Devin Booker and he struggled. And I think that was good for him to struggle in the finals. LeBron struggled in the finals. Um, you know, a lot of the greats do. Um, their first time to the finals. So I think that was good for him. That'll, that'll benefit him this time around.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so too.
0: Yeah. Uh, my third is the Milwaukee bucks. Um, Their record. I think they're like fourth or fifth in the East right now. They're, they're not necessarily like the hottest team in the league, but I don't think they necessarily need to be. Um, Giannis Middleton and holiday are great. Three to have. Um, and none of those three average more than 32 minutes a game. So they're going to have fresh legs in the playoffs, which is not good for any other um, team in the East. Uh, they're fifth in offensive efficiency and 13th in defensive efficiency. Um, but that number, I don't think fully represents their defensive potential. Um, if they're, I don't want to say limiting Giannis's minutes, but they're not playing him a ton of minutes. Um, but when you when he's playing a full game in the playoffs that defensive efficiency is going to skyrocket because he's one of the best defenders in the game so that's who i got number three
1: nice well that's funny because i have the Bucks as number four on my list all right Uh, so a a lot of the same same reasons that you you listed um i think it kind of hurt when they lost pj tucker he was kind of their um, big defensive stopper last year when they won the yeah when they won the when they won the championship. So it's like you lose him for sure. Um, you don't have that. Part. I mean, even though he was kind of on the older end, I mean he pretty much shut Kevin Durant out in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, That's a I good point. He out, but he definitely made Kevin Durant's life a lot harder. Um, yeah. Kevin Durant is arguably the best scorer in the NBA. So it's, I think you lose somebody like PJ Tucker. I think that, that hurt. I think they're still great on defense. And it's like you said, they still have their big three. But I think losing a guy like him, and he was such an emotional leader too. Like it just seemed like it was just like whenever you needed a big play, especially like last year in the playoffs, it was, it seemed like it was always PJ Tucker. Yeah. He's, uh, he can be
0: clutch for sure.
1: So, um, I think losing him, I mean, I, I still think the Bucks are a great team, especially with like Giannis and things and, and the other members of the three right there. But I still think that, yeah, they're a contender, but I don't think they're better than like the Suns or Golden State or Utah. Yeah. Denver. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> good for them uh, that they won't have
0: to play any of those teams to get to the finals. So, that's kind of that's how LeBron benefited for a long time, is, was playing in a weaker Eastern Conference. It was still impressive what he was able to do, but he definitely benefited not having to go through the West. Um, my number four is your number one, the Jazz. So in terms of star power, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, um, three really solid players. And then um, they got Bogdanovich on the wing. He's a good three point shooter. If they can stay healthy, I think they just, they really have an elite roster. Um, They're first in offensive efficiency, ninth in defensive efficiency. Um, So they have a top 10 defense, at least so far. They do have playoff experience under their belts. Um, They've won a playoff series. um, At least one. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I have to go look that up again, but they definitely have some playoff experience. Um, one stat I really like with Utah is, and the reason I have them in, in my top five is they're third in the league in point differential behind the Suns and the Warriors. Um, so to me, what that means is they aren't just winning games, but they're winning games by a wide margin. You know what I mean? Um, it also means they can get it done on both ends of the floor. So if, if you're if you're winning games by a wide margin, that means you're scoring a lot of points, and you're holding the other team to few points. <laughs> so like if, you, if your point differential is really small, and your offensive efficiency is really high, that means your defense is not very good, or your de- defense is average. Um, which is really one of the reasons that I don't have the Bulls in my top five. Uh, if anyone's you know sitting there wondering, what about you know Chicago fan? What what about the Bulls? Well, the Bulls' their scoring differential is kind of middle of the league, and they're twentieth in defensive efficiency. And that's just not gonna—you're not gonna get into my top five list until you can improve your defense. So, Utah Jazz, my number four. Who's rounding out your list? I'm sure we—we we might have a difference here.
1: I got the Nets.
0: All right, you still got the Nets, huh?
1: I still got—I mean, I
0: think they still—they still, they still have
1: I mean, exactly. I think as long as you still have KD, and I they I still have a decent record this year, um, I don't have it in front of me right this second. But, um, but yeah, I, th- I think as long as you have KD, um, you're you're going to be in the spot to to win a lot of games. Yeah, um, if, Simmons,
0: if Simmons can just drive and kick, drive and kick. <laughs> just kick it out just kick it out to well if they're not playing in new york then kick it out to kyrie or kick it out to KD. i mean i think that's i think that's what simmons is going to add to them on offense it's not going to be shooting it's got to be passing you know
1: yeah no i agree but then it's like i don't know you kind of look at the roster too they definitely have i don't know kind of almost like some of these guys are obviously kind of going to be a, probably a shell of a player that they used to be, but like Blake Griffin's still on the team, Patty Mills. Mm. They just got Andre Drummond. They have Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, Lamarcus Aldridge a few years ago was. Oh, he was good. He was a top five power forward in the league, right? So it's. For sure. Um, so, I, I, I mean, but yeah, I think as long as they have Kevin Durant and supporting pieces i think they're going to be they're going to be hard to stop
0: yeah yeah if they can make it work with ben simmons if they can figure out how to use his skills and he's actually engaged Mm -hmm. why not um i'm going with the heat number five Mm -hmm. i just think they're more proven that there's just ifs with the nets you know there's ifs with the sixers Um, So I'm not really ready to put them into my top five until they can prove some, you know, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of togetherness, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, but Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, um, you were just mentioning PJ Tucker, Um, they they do have a, a good roster. Um, They're eighth in offensive efficiency, sixth in defensive efficiency. They're tied for first in the East, so they're winning.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And all three of those guys, Jimmy Butler, Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry, um, they've all played in the finals. And I think that that matters, you know, Um, especially when going up against the Sixers, you know, Harden and Embiid, never been to the finals. Um, I think they have an edge there if they play the Sixers. So, um, same with like Chicago. Well, yeah, I was thinking uh, uh, Demar Derozan, but he wasn't on that. That's he definitely wasn't on that Raptors team because Kawhi was the one that replaced him. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, the Heat. I think the Heat have a have a good chance of making a making a run. Jimmy Butler plays hard. I'm yeah, bio plays hard. Kyle Lowry plays hard. Like they just, they're, they're guys that they, they're not there to mess around. Like they're just there, you know, they're there to win. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler had some drama in a couple of places, but I feel like once he got to Miami, everyone was loving him there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe it was more of a problem with, I mean, Philadelphia is still kind of a mess. They're still trying to figure things out. Um, Minnesota is by no means a well-run franchise so I don't know maybe the problem was with, was with them not with Jimmy Butler because mm. he's doing well so so my top five Phoenix Suns Golden State Warriors Milwaukee Bucks Utah Jazz Miami Heat your top five
1: There's, uh, Utah, Golden State um, Suns Bucks, Nets
0: Nice. So we had way one difference, right. In terms of, I mean, our ranking, our order was different, but you had the nets in there and I had the heat in there. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice. Cool. Well, I think that's just I I don't know. Do you have anything, anything else that you want to, that you want to add before we close this puppy out?
1: No, I got nothing.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, if you're uh, if you're listening, uh, look out on on Twitter, Uh, we'll post this. uh, I'll post this uh, as like a poll. And you can vote on uh, which team you think has the best. Maybe I'll post it. Because we have we have different rankings. Maybe I'll post it as like your rankings versus my rankings and people can vote on which one they think is more accurate or I could put all six teams and people can vote on which team they think is the, has the best chance. What do you think?
1: I like the second option better.
0: Yeah. I'll just put all six in no particular order. I'll just, I'll just type them in there. I'll probably end up typing them in the way that I have them on my list here, but that's just for convenience. <laughs> yeah um but yeah i'll put that in there um so oliver make sure you vote on twitter
1: not even on twitter anymore
0: you're oh you're yeah yeah okay whatever some people are (laughs) (laughs) twitter is easy for polls i feel like that's why i why i wanted to do twitter but uh but yeah i think that that does it thanks for joining man
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: of course that does it for today's episode of the Kicking It With Clunk podcast. Big shout-out to Oliver for joining me again. I love hearing his perspective on things. As for all of you, big thanks for listening. As a reminder, you can expect new episodes of this show every Tuesday morning. Um, I didn't deliver the full the full podcast this, this Tuesday, but uh, but I gave you something. Um, it'll only show up in your feed if you click follow, so make sure to click follow so that you can... Know that new episodes are up. Uh, since the podcast is now on Twitter, I'm gonna I'm gonna now post a poll. Now this episode is live, uh, where you can vote on which NBA title contender you think has the best chance of winning it all. So make sure to go check that out. Until next week, clump out.